Hello, everybody. Welcome to the first episode of our new podcast, Fresh Hops, a beer lover's podcast. I am Joey with me, Alex. Alex. And uh, man, this is something we've been talking about for a couple months. Uh, As you guys know, I, I, I do a couple other podcasts, mostly Disney and few Star Wars, but I am a huge uh, fan of the beer, and along with Alex, I think that's one thing. Podcast king over here. <laughs> I, think, I think as long as uh, you know the country's shutting things down and we can't go out, Joey will keep adding on more podcasts, and I'm yeah. happy to be the beneficiary <laughs> of part of that. Oh, yeah, so yeah. this is something, uh, this first episode is obviously going to be uh, get to know your hosts, and um, you know, this is something I actually... This had some transition. I'll, I'll do a little quick background. Um, well, first of all, thanks for listening. If you're if you're here listening, uh, let us know. One thing we're always going to ask is what you drinking. So let us know uh, once we get our socials going, and uh, that'll be on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter most likely. Um, we'll get that going. And plus, myself, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter at jpity 23 Also, Untapped. You know, might as well throw that in. Since it's it's got to have the Untapped. So, yeah, and that's also at jpity 23 on Untapped. And, Alex, where are you at? I believe I am the big underscore smooth, but i got to double-check that, and I will, <laughs> I will edit if necessary. I won't edit the name, but I will, I will <laughs> tell you guys what the correct one is. Nice. And, oh, the underscore big underscore smooth. And is that on Untapped or everything? That's on Untapped. It's two O's and smooth. Go on to Instagram. Take away the underscores. Add another O. The big smooth three O's <laughs> on Instagram. Nice. And throughout the show and future shows, you most likely will hear Addy chipping in with Alex. So say hi real quick, Addy. Hello. This is Addy. <laughs> <laughs> hi real quick, Addy. <laughs> Hello. And she is, Alex is also beer-loving honey here, so she will be a part of the show most likely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, like, it, like I was saying earlier, um, this was a idea I've, I've had, uh, I, you know, I wanted to do a, a podcast for our local, I'm, I'm from Sacramento, uh, Sacramento area, and Alex is in San Francisco. In San Francisco, Greater Bay Area. Yes, yeah, so we're going to be talking about a lot of local Northern California and Bay Area beers. Also, we both love to travel, so we're going to be talking about beers from our traveling experiences. Yeah, I think it, we, we like beers, <laughs> and then we like places, so it all just kind of trickles down. The beer is the top of the pyramid, and then everywhere else, however beer fits into those things. We are both avid Disney fans and yes. Disney lovers, and there will definitely be beers in the mix when we are there, and we'll be talking about those. Exactly, because for those of you that aren't in the know, there's a lot of drinking at Disney. Oh, yeah. And uh, even at I, – I won't get too much into the Disney. You, yeah. can, you can listen to the other shows on that one. but From Anaheim to the other <laughs> side of the galaxy. Exactly, but to, to DCA, I'm planning – I've been trying to plan a pub crawl through uh, downtown Disney and DCA, but that, like I said, that's another podcast. But we will be getting to uh, experience and uh, – Enjoying some of the beers there. Ballast Point, like I said, DCA. and yes, it's, it's nice to be able to carry a crowler through downtown <laughs> Disney now. Yeah. Nothing, no, no, never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> Thank you, Mickey. Thank you, Iger. <laughs> Thank you, whoever's running the show down there and thought that was a good idea. Exactly. Nothing like seeing a bunch of parents pushing strollers with uh, beers and wine in the yeah. cup holders of the strollers. We're going to have to make those stroller <laughs> cup holders a little larger now. Exactly. Um, 
But like I was, I was saying, I kind of go on side tangents a lot. But uh, I, I was had another idea for a different podcast uh, supporting our uh, here local uh, Sacramento soccer team. I'm, I'm one of the supporter groups there. And um, so I wanted to do a podcast and really wanted to focus uh, not just on the, the team, uh, Sacramento Public, uh, by the way, but um, I also wanted to support our supporters group. And not just that, but the culture that we have here in Sacramento, the beer culture, food culture, art culture. And um, it just kind of fell through. Um, luckily, there are some good uh, team podcasts for that. But one thing that kind of I started listening, uh, Untapped has a podcast. Uh, there's a podcast, uh, a couple beer podcasts I've been following out of Florida and Buffalo. And I think there's one. I forget where she's located, but it's she's. It's a the beer bitch podcast. The beer bitch. Yes. Can it be the Buffalo beer bitch? Triple B. Uh, it should be, but I don't know. She might be somewhere else. It's but. okay. Maybe there's another Buffalo beer <laughs> bitch. Just the singular beer bitch. Yeah, right? I think for the one. And purposes. I, I totally apologize right now because I we we've been drinking actually, uh, quite a bit tonight. Yeah. We, we were at Moxa uh, out here in uh, Rockland, California, and uh, we'll get more on that in a little bit. But yeah, we want to do it live on location in the yeah. hundred degree <laughs> nighttime weather out here in Sacramento. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. Um. But, yeah, uh, I think the one in Florida is, if I get it wrong, I apologize. You know, I won't even say because I don't want to get it wrong. But uh, one one is the What Ails You podcast, and I think the other one is What's the Hops. I believe that's the one out of Buffalo. These are all things I need yeah. to check out. I, <laughs> just before I started recording, I was like, I don't think I've ever listened to a beer podcast. So that'd be a good place to start. But who, you Yeah. Know. Let's let's put the carriage before the horse on exactly. this one and get but, this thing rolling. But we're going to focus on, like I said, um, there's the beer uh, scene here in the Sacramento area is booming. It's been booming for the last at least ten plus years. Uh, I know some of the breweries that started, you know, a good twenty years ago. It's great in San Francisco where you're from, Alex. Yes, it's a very and, very good scene, and and everywhere in between. Everywhere in between, I, I'd say. Uh, I guess the the biggest thing that I've enjoyed, at least from uh, you know the the current state of the world and things being shut down, is having fresh, tasty craft beer delivered straight to my doorstep. And some <laughs> of my favorite craft breweries I, I haven't had to travel to uh, yeah. for the last six months now, and that that's been a great thing. But I do miss them, and I'm looking forward to getting back out and going to them. And uh, but yeah, it's it's take advantage, get get that beer shipped straight to your, and your what house. And you, what you there's a subscription for that, right? What do you use? Uh, so that that's actually from out of state. It's called Tavor. I, I know some of our listeners have probably heard of it or use it. Uh, um, I'm a big fan of trying different beers from all over. Uh, but something I've learned over time is hops are fresh. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you got to drink drink that beer accordingly. So getting fresh hops from around the country home and enjoying it as it was initially intended to be is a, a tough task. Uh, so I appreciate Tavor for, for uh, what they've exposed me to with different uh, types of beer and different beers from places. But when it comes to fresh hops, uh, the only way to go is local. Exactly. And once again, or not once again, but like I said, uh, this is our first episode. So Tavor does not sponsor us, but yeah. we will plug them. They're a great uh, company. Maybe someday they will sponsor us. Who knows? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I totally agree with what you said. Uh, we're kind of going to go give our little, I guess, intro. Like I said, we're we're going to do a little introduction. Uh, we're going to give our little history and why we love beer. Because I mean, I don't know. It might not. It sounds interesting, but you know, there there's there's so many 
seltzers and little weak stuff that are around. I feel like we've been we've earned our stripes, you know, starting off with the the nothing nothing wrong with the Budweisers, the lights, the the Millers, but you know, kind of moving our way up to craft beer. It's I mean, you got to be jealous of the youngsters yeah. uh, at this point. And it's cuz when we go back, I know we're we're both older gentlemen. I wouldn't say we're old gentlemen, but we're older gentlemen. And, and I know when we started drinking beer, the, the craft beer scene wasn't really there. I mean, Sierra Nevada and Anchor were probably like the cream of the crop. Maybe get a fat tire here and here and there, a mirror pond or something from Deschutes. Um, but nowadays, I mean, the, the selection and I, it's hard to be able to say that you don't like beer with the type of variety and availability out there in the world yeah so so kudos to you class of 2020 <laughs> you know you're, you're, uh, as much as uh distance learning may suck at least you're coming into a world with great beer options exactly and uh i guess i'll i'll go i'll, I'll treat this almost like an interview we're getting to know each other a little bit more but getting to know <laughs> about you uh what got you or do you remember kind of like your introduction into like craft beer and like what really got you like ooh. This is actually pretty good stuff here. Um, I would say uh, I worked at BJ's Brew House for a good long time. Uh, and, and in my time there, I actually got asked uh, to be a finished beer specialist. So I was a person who was in charge of cleaning the lines and basically the, uh, the quality control for the beer in-house. Um, so, you know, every week we would clean half the taps so that basically all the taps were getting cleaned every two weeks uh, as a step that you would, you know, all, all breweries and respectable tap rooms and bars do to make sure that you're tasting the beer as it was intended to be tasted by the brewers. Um, through my time there, I got to meet some cool people. Uh, shout out uh, Mufasa, Michael Ferguson, uh, beer inspiration. He had said uh, to anybody who ever said that they don't like beer, you do. You just don't <laughs> know it yet. <laughs> nice. Um, and uh, at BJ's, Jeremiah Red, Irish Red Ale was uh, one of my favorite beers there. Um, uh, and, and yeah, I mean, craft beer is great. There's so much all around. I, I had a stint working with anchor at their craft beer garden over by, uh, what was once AT&T park in that time frame, currently Oracle park. Um, so serving nice, fresh craft beers to people before they went into the ballpark and paid twice as much for them. That was a great spot too. I it, love that. It was a very, <laughs> very good location for drinking a beer. Rest I, RIP. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, I'm a bartender in San Francisco now, or at least when we can go back to being bartenders in San Francisco. And uh, yeah, I love craft beer. Uh, I'm getting ready. I had just taken some, some uh, I wouldn't call it a course, but I guess just a, a little training class as far as the Cicerone Certification Program, which is a program that uh, basically I liken it to like a sommelier for beer. Uh, and it has different levels. Uh, the entry level is the uh, certified beer server level one, uh, and, and I have taken a preparation for that, and I'm getting ready to get my certification. So I'm happy to share with you that I'm getting ready to do that so that on a future episode we can celebrate and crack a beer together to my Cicerone level one certified beer server certification. And then, of course, I, I look forward to going on at least to the next level so that I can have that official Cicerone certification to my name. Um, and then uh, who knows uh, if level three and four come, I know those are pretty intense 
exams and uh you know it's my beer journey continues hopefully i find myself working for a brewery i love and if not i'll always be on this side of the bar loving the breweries just the same now is when you're saying this is i was thinking about that show on netflix the bruise brothers and they had it's it's an okay show it's it's not I, great but it's not bad but it had some moments but that episode with a cicerone i haven't <laughs> checked it out yet i i heard heard similar reviews but yeah. uh in this day and age, I mean, there's never enough TV to watch. So. Exactly. <laughs> and what about you, Addy? What got what got you liking loving craft beer? I have to say, it was a lot of Alex. I think um, I I studied abroad actually for a bit when I was in college, and I do remember experiencing a lot of different wines. Um, but also having grown up in Sonoma County, you know, I had been to Russian River and had some actual craft beers really early on a couple of 10 odd years ago. So going to Europe where at the time there wasn't as many craft beers and coming back, it was just this very exciting experience getting to try different flavors of beers um, outside of naturally, of course, you know, Europe being famous for their Kolsch's of, uh, in different countries, obviously, um, and other kinds of beers. But to come back to the IPAs and, and some more American style beers was very exciting. Um, but when Alex and I started dating about three years ago, uh, very much just got more introduced to more and different kinds of beers and breweries and, and all the delicious things that they do. Um, and so now, especially in these quarantine times, our refrigerator is typically stocked, um, (laughs) with some really delicious beers from local breweries that we've ordered, uh, and get to have at the end of the day. And it's just been a very cool way to, to, really come in touch and, and to understand more the different flavor dynamics that come into play, what they do, how they make them different. So how you can have one IPA and another IPA that by name may seem different. Like maybe they're both hazy double IPAs, but what you can realize and think about with the hops that they use, with the different fruit that they add, the flavor profiles. I'm also very much looking forward to learning more about beer and all the wonderful things about it as Alex gets these different levels of Cicerone and can help me understand them. (laughs) (laughs) And I get to get that information from him. So it's very exciting for me as well. Very cool. Very cool. Uh, I think for me, I kind of, I don't want to say, I don't know if it's like traditional, but it's like, you know, we, we all kind of get, get our little first taste of beer, you know, before we're of a legal age. So of course, at the time was probably the early to mid no I'd say close to the mid nineties and you know at the I was listening to a lot of Garth Brooks and George Strait so there's there's a lot of Bud Light Budweiser you know well, kids, and that's what I was getting you know? the kids have it so good nowadays <laughs> yeah. you'll never know back in so, my day exactly back in the nineties we had Budweiser and um, you know it was like yeah this is really good I don't know if I like this or not but. Uh, I think the thing that really got me into it was uh, uh, I spent most of my twenties actually in Portland, Oregon, and uh, but before before I went uh, was of legal drinking age, uh, I actually visited England for two weeks, and uh, my girlfriend at the time, her brother in law at the time, kind of we, we we went there, and it was actually it was funny, it was actually pretty close to like St. Patrick's Day, so. You know, we're thinking, oh, we're close to Ireland. It's going to be crazy here. And so we went to a couple bars because I was 20. But, you know, in England, I was able to legally drink. But uh, so we went to a couple local bars and it was dead. And I'm like, well, you know, I thought it'd be kind of you see Guinness posters everywhere. And the guy's like, oh, no, yeah, people, uh, they're at church right now. 
but they'll be back after. It's like, why are they after church? Well, you know, they're they're celebrating St. Patrick. He's a saint. And I'm like, oh, I didn't, I, you know, you never think of it being all religious and stuff. But anyways, uh, but I really got into like, it is weird because uh, when when I came back to the States after this, I told people, oh, I you know, the beer was, you know, cause, you know, with thinking with the, the Bud, Light, Bud Lights, Budweiser's, Coors Lights, you want them ice cold. And that's all we knew in the 90s and, you know, kind of growing up. But these were like room temperature ales, reds, you know, pilsners and the uh, something about the pints seemed a lot bigger in England than they did in the States. But uh, we literally did one pint, one place, walk a block or half a block, go to the next pub. Like I was pub hopping <laughs> in England. It, it was super, it was super awesome. But just getting into these English style ales. So I, I really have uh, I really love like English and uh, Irish and Scottish. So that by the time I turned 21, like I said, I was li- living in Portland, and one, you know, one of the big things uh, before they closed the manufacturer was Henry Weinhardt's. So that was kind of like the first. And in California, that's the equivalent, I guess, at the time was uh, Sierra Nevada, and really good, really reasonable, really cheap uh, beer. Then of course, you know, then discovered the Shoots Brewery uh, in Bend, Oregon. Um, you know, Mirror Pond. One of my favorite winter Christmas ales is Jubilee. Love that. And uh, just the craft beers that were around Portland at the time. I was going to say Chainbreaker White IPA. Deschutes. Yeah. <laughs> I love the Chainbreaker. Yeah. I, I, everything from Deschutes. I'm I'm, uh, even, I'm not uh, much of a, a berry or fruit person, but, you know, like Black Butte, had, I think it has like blackberries or something in it. But uh, everything from Deschutes like was, was liquid gold in my lips. And, of course, uh, one thing that's big in the Northwest is McMinimins. And so one of my favorite beers there was – you know, Hammerhead, uh, Ruby, Terminator, which was their stout. Um, and this was the first place where they actually combined beers. So, like, they would combine a Ruby with a Hammerhead, so it would be a Rubberhead. Or the, the Ruby with stout would be... Oh, I totally forget. But, <laughs> you know, and just all these great beers coming out of the Northwest and Portland and Bend and Eugene was, was you know, I, I, I'd visit California... And as before the 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 uh, the brewery kind of blew up or the brewery scene kind of blew up, so I felt like a beer snob, you know, at visit and you know, oh well, we got Blue Moon and Blue Moon's good. I mean, nothing get, but it's like it's not craft beer. But then you know, when I moved back, I'm like, well, you know, Sierra Nevada's around and in Sacramento, Rubicon was was the the big local uh, brewery, which is sadly no lo- no longer around. But uh, one of my favorite places too when I would visit would be San Diego. And their brewery scene just is decadent. Yes. <laughs> so now that it's like when I when I moved back to California, like the brewery scene in Sacramento is top notch. It's actually, if you look, it's one of the biggest. I think they've exceeded San Diego in California for the biggest uh, brewery scene in the in the state, and uh, it's one of the best in the in the country. And there's so many, and I'm not, not, I mean, I love, I love beers around the country. There's so many great beers. Uh, shout out to our, my, one of my buddies, John, he sent me some, some really good stuff from Wisconsin. New Galeris. Yeah. So, um, and that's one thing I, I really wanted to get to with, uh, starting this podcast is like I said, there's so many good breweries and beers in Northern California in the Bay area. And, uh, so that we're going to talk to about a lot of those. Hopefully we'll talk to some of the brewmasters and people that work at these breweries, uh, down the road, uh, when we, go, 
I, I love drinking beer at baseball. Who doesn't? So a lot of these baseball stadiums, San Francisco had Anchor Steam. Now they got uh, Sierra Nevada and a couple other places. Yes, Anchor Brewing. That's, yes. That, that's a, a misconception that I will continue to correct <laughs> on behalf of them. It's Anchor Steam is a beer. Anchor Brewing makes said beer. Um, and, and for a long time it was known, everyone called them Anchor Steam because that was the only beer that they knew of. Uh, but, yes, Anchor Brewing, great beer. Uh, uh, I, I definitely, from my time there, had some favorites with them. But, you know, as I said, coming up, uh, that was one of the ones that got me into it. Yeah. Uh, and, and availability is, is a big thing there, for sure. And a uh, good question to bring up, I guess, is they were working on a brewery restaurant close to the baseball stadium. Were they still doing that? or They were. I'm, I mean, I, I don't want to put my feelers in where they oh, yeah. belong because I don't work there anymore. But I, I don't know exactly what's come of uh, that that uh, development going up over there on the other side of the Third Street Bridge. I know that they're working on it. I was just down there uh, a couple weeks ago, uh, but I don't know that Anchor is necessarily still involved with that project. I do hope so, mm-hmm. because I remember the renderings and the idea it was going to be a brewery, distillery, a whole bunch of things. But, of course, since then, life and things have happened. Anchor has... Uh, 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 sold off uh, to Sapporo, and uh, they split off their distilling division. is now known as Hataling and, and Co. Uh, so who knows? Uh, I do know at, at some point there will be a great development there just on the other side of McCovey Cove. And yeah. some brewery is going to be very lucky <laughs> to sink their t- teeth into that prime real estate. And I look forward to drinking a beer and looking at balls splashed down <laughs> into the bay from whoever ends up over there. And that's why I'm glad you're here because I had no idea about the the change, but it makes sense because I seen the recent like bottle and can labeling changes, and I thought, oh, they're just you know new trend, some starting something different, but that makes sense. Well, and I mean, talk about changes. I mean, we go back to three years ago when I was working at Anchor, uh, cans were just on the come, and now finding yeah. a beer in a bottle is a rarity. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, g- Growing up in Portland, everything was about bottles, 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 and now Get those twenty-two ounce bombers. Yeah, Give me a bomber. Exactly, and like you say, we uh, one of the spots I'd go to at uh, one of those McMinimins was Edgefield in Troutdale, and they had a, a beautiful par three uh, golf course, and they still had the beer cart girl with the twenty-two bottles of McMinimins, and nothing better than that. But I, I remember. <sighs> couldn't have been more than five years ago maybe four or three it was sometime around when i was working at anchor maybe before that but i remember seeing a couple guys over just on the other side of the cove drinking crowlers of beer yeah and i saw it and i was like what in tarnation are you drinking there i only time i had seen a can that wide was the fosters oh yeah and they had it brown brown bagged and i was like is that a fosters and they're like no it's a uh, Crowler, we got up at Cellar Maker Brewing, uh, you know, a couple blocks up from the ballpark. And I was like, wow. And, you know, lo and behold, here we're just sipping off a Crowler from uh, Urban Roots Brewing right now. And, you know, to think that just not even five years ago, Crowlers were a thing like, well, that's that. That's amazing. You yeah. Know? And so who's who's to know uh, what where beer <laughs> tech and, uh, you know, consumption and things, what, what's going to be the next trend and big thing coming on in the next couple of years. Hopefully we'll be around to talk about it with y'all. <laughs> Absolutely. And I never thought, cause I was always a bottle guy. Oh, you got to drink beer in a yeah. bottle, 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 bottle. But I love crawlers. Yeah. And these, <laughs> you would have thought, I mean, I remember 21st amendment at one point on the bottom of their uh, six packs would list uh, the six reasons why cans are better. And, uh, putting myself on the spot, I can't remember all of them, but I know a few. I, I know 
Uh, cans are more often recycled. Uh, cans do not let light in, and light is one of the big uh, attributes to spoiling beer. Uh, even with those uh, green and brown bottles, it does let in a, b a bit of light that those uh, glass or the clear glass lets in much more of. Um, yeah, when I heard that the first time, it was, yeah. it was almost like a mind blow. I'm like, you never thought about it, but then but it's like, yeah, this does make more that makes sense. sense. Yeah. And you know, being I'm a I'm a big bar rescue permitted more places nerd. bring it to the beach. Exactly. Can't, can't bring glass to the beach at least legally. You know, <laughs> get the red cup, get the red cup. Exactly. So yeah, love love some crawlers and uh, and you know, and uh, of course, a big thing on the crawlers is the uh, can art, of course. Yeah, the crowd in and all the cans too. That's a a future episode. I, I'm sure we'll get into. I've definitely gone to following a lot of the artists who put together the art for some of our favorite breweries. And uh, yeah, I mean, uh, as uh, my girlfriend will tell you, I am one who is easily sold by gimmicks. You put yeah. <laughs> put some nice can art in front of my face. I'm gonna drink what's in it, and if what's in it matches what's on the outside of it, you've made a fan out of me. Nice. And so I I guess we'll kind of. Slightly move on, but kind of go into that same uh, subject. But, like, what are some of your current uh, favorite uh, breweries? Not, I guess, not That's, just beer. Eh, yeah, we'll say go. brewery. We'll say, say brewery. brewery. Favor, favorite beers is tough because yeah. they, especially nowadays with the breweries, they're just rotating so often. I mean, uh, fla the flagship beer is almost a thing of the past with yeah. a lot of places. Uh, but favorite breweries, as I mentioned before, uh, you know, Shelter in Place has brought home shipping. So I would like to thank the following breweries for contributing <laughs> to my beer belly at home. Uh, Pure Project down in San Diego. Um, uh, of, of course, I got to shout out my friends down at Alvarado Street Brewing. Love their beer down in Monterey. Uh, Altamont Brewing. Hen House. I believe we've been there every weekend for the past four weeks. Um, we love Cooperage Brewing up in Santa, Ro Santa Rosa, uh, up in Sacramento here, New Glory. Um, don't want to take too much of the sack uh, from yeah. Joey. <laughs> it's okay. Um, but but yeah, you got I, family I, here. I'd have to say, oh, and La Laughing Monk and Bear Bottle in San Francisco. Those those guys uh, make great hazy IPAs that I enjoy very much. Um, and, and many many other places with great can art and great inner can art. You know, it's because it's what's on the inside <laughs> that counts. Yeah, some of my favorite, and you've been posting a lot of it on Instagram, is the Laughing Monk art. It's all the same Laughing Monk, but. Dressed differently. On yeah, certain. so the laughing monk, you know, monks are known as brothers uh, or sisters, if you will. And so uh, uh, their beers are named accordingly. Uh, a recent one they had was Brother Logan for Wolverine. <laughs> they had Brother Tony for Tony Stark, Iron Man. Uh, for May the 4th, they made a Brother Luke hazy IPA for Luke Skywalker. Uh, yeah, one cool. of Addie's favorite was the Brother Harvey for Harvey Milk. It was a milkshake IPA uh, that came out around Pride. Very tasty. We just got a, another crowler of that recently. And shout out to Laughing Monk for their crowler caddy, C-A-D-D-Y. I, I titled it wrong on my Instagram post as a crowler <laughs> tote, but it's a crowler caddy. Got to get that product placement so they can make some more of those and get them out to people. Very nice uh, shoulder bag that holds three crowlers with a neoprene inside to keep them cool as you're getting them home for nice, cold refreshment. Um, so, so yeah, uh, thank you for the, for the <laughs> brother Harvey shout out. Yeah. Cause you had the nice Addy as a model for that. Oh yeah. <laughs> she, she's, and, and we'll be modeling many of the beers Very and then, cool. uh, crowns and hops. I, I got to shout them out because I, I've met both, uh, 
Benny Ashburn and Theo Hunter, the CEO, COOs of Crowns and Hops. They're great people, uh, mainly getting out there and trying to bring to the forefront the lack of diversity in the craft beer scene. And actually, uh, if you want to know what I'm drinking, I just cracked a uh, BPLP. That is BPLB. Black people love beer. Brown people love beer. It's a nice, tasty, hazy IPA. This is their version three. It's 6.5%. I'm going to take a A swig. (sighs) Sounds refreshing. You're going to hear a lot of those on this (laughs) podcast. Uh, Just nice, refreshing, uh, slightly fruity, smooth. Uh, It's got mild hop profile. This is the kind of IPA I like to be drinking up in Sacramento when it's 90 degrees at 11 o'clock at night. (laughs) With no pool at the hotel. Uh, Great beer and and massive shouts to those guys. They've been brewing beer all over the place. Looking forward to their uh, storefront opening up down in Inglewood in the uh, hopefully very near future. Oh, love to. Hopefully, we can have them on the show. Like what? So, uh, kind of before I go, we're I'm pretty easy. So, I, we're, we're what I've been drinking and what I like lately. But uh, one of the big goals, uh, you know what? I'll, just, I'll go to that. Then we'll kind of talk about goals for the show real quick. Uh, if you guys are still listening, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh, one like you you brought up uh, Altamont. That's probably one one of my favorite beers right now, and it's been the, for the last years. Their Maui Wowie. But everything I've drank. And I haven't been to the brewery yet, and you know, um, nor I. That, yeah, so that may be a place we get to go together. Definitely maybe record on location. Definitely, but um, everything I've had from Altamont, which is based out of Livermore, California, has been phenomenal. Every, everything's been good from their IPAs to their double IPAs. I've had a couple pilsners. Uh, I think they had a coffee stout that was really good, um, and it's. I'm I'm a big tiki guy, so everybody's like. Uh, one of my friends got me a four pack of Maui Wowie because like, oh, he likes tiki. He he'll like this, but he didn't know that was one of my favorite favorite uh, beers that I've been drinking, and it's great on tap, especially. And if you go somewhere and it's on tap, especially in the Sacramento area, it does not last long because it, it goes really quick. Um, some people, uh, I I know you either love IPAs or hate them, um, and so people that do not like IPAs, I I've I've seen in person. Love this one because it finishes smooth. Um, a lot, I know one of the the complaints on some is they don't like the 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 dank aftertaste. Mm. Yet so mm. many people love the dankness. <laughs> My mom says that. the IPA hoppy beers taste like grapefruit. <laughs> I, I don't get it. Yeah, I don't know. But Maui Wowie is great. They're they're I think they got a double or triple Maui Wowie. They have a double and yeah. a triple Maui Wowie. Yeah. All all kind of rotating. So I uh, a tropical Maui <laughs> as well. Yeah, and well, we'll have to get a case of all the different Maui's and uh, side by side. Dev- yeah, we will do the taste test. We, yeah. There will be taste tests here. This is a beer podcast, so there will be beer drinking uh, at recordings. Uh, luckily, uh, I don't know. I can't. Rem- I already can't remember if I mentioned this at the beginning or not. But uh, this will be, like I said, we'll, we'll be recording most likely majority of the time remotely. So, but we will be together a lot. Either yeah, I'll be yeah. in San Francisco or Alex will be here. He's got I'm, I'm a lot closer than most of your other podcasts. <laughs> exactly. Hosts, you know? So I'm just an Amtrak away. <laughs> exactly. We'll be recording once baseball starts. We'll be recording for the Giants. Uh, and like I said, we'll be recording from Disney. Okay. Probably Angels games if if we're in. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm gonna make that Nashville yeah. trip with you guys in the spring. <laughs> Ex- hopefully, there too. we go. Yeah. yeah. So uh, Sh- shout out to the Disney Universe podcast. Hey yo. Nice shout out. Love it. Um, also here locally, uh, one of the big places I like to go, and we were actually here this evening, was Moxa Brewing here in uh, 
uh, Rockland, which is just east of Sacramento, kind of like in the suburb area. And um, I don't know. This is a great spot. Um, everything I've had. I One of my favorites, uh, I think I had the Live Laugh Flogger today. I had three of those. Very good. Um, I, I would rather put that <laughs> on my wall than Live Laugh Love. I would rather yeah. have Live Laugh Logger. And they, they had the shirts there, too, so... Uh, they have really good. I, I want them to have wall decals so I can put live, <laughs> laugh, logger over my bed, and maybe my girlfriend could walk in and just be like, "Oh, this guy with the live, laugh, logger." I'm here for yeah. it. So yeah, I'll, I'll just. I had the. I had three of those. I had the refraction in action, which is their. Oh, apparently it's a triple IPA. <laughs> Ooh. Um, but it was delicious. Had a great finish, and I had their. Uh, I forgot what it's called, but it was a sip. Sip and oh, let's see. This is a terrible podcast. <laughs> this is a terrible podcast. This is just the how tipsy is Joey right now portion of the show. <laughs> exactly. List off how many beers we drank. I'll bring it up next episode, but it was delicious. Um, one thing that I, I go a lot with my sister and fiance and her fiance, not my fiance, uh, her fiance, Ken, and her, she's Nicole. And uh, but one thing that Mox has been killing it with this summer is their. Um, they do it every weekend, but it's a slush version of whatever they have on, uh, usually it's a sour, like one weekend it was an apricot sour one. Oh, sticky sips, which is the, yes, gold medal. One of the highest rated double IPAs in California. 2019 gold medal. Yes. So thank you for that, sir. Um, but yeah, Mox has been killing it with, they do slush versions of uh, some of their sours every other weekend or no, every weekend. And like one weekend it was like a peach sour. One weekend it was apricot. Uh, tonight was the mule. Moxa. Yes, the moxa mule. It was, uh, I believe, a, a, a sour lager with lime and ginger. Yes. And then they add a little sugar and put it in their slushy machine and make tasty goodness. <laughs> I feel all beer should be served like that when it's this hot outside. Exactly. And it's I, been- had a, I had a few of those. <laughs> yeah, and it's been a hot summer, so... Uh, it's been one of their top sellers over the, over the summer, so it's a great idea. Um, come winter time, they do it. When, they do it year round, but uh, Moxa has some of the best stouts I have ever drank. And you know, hopefully, uh, we'll plant. Like I said, uh, one of our goals here on this podcast is you know, you know not only you know not only tell you what we're drinking, but hear from the people that are brewing what we're drinking mm. and. I got a little secret squirrel taste of one of their stouts from their members only club section. <laughs> I don't remember what it was called, but I do know that I want to become part of their members only club <laughs> section because I want to taste more beers like that. It was very good. It was like he said it was 21 month age, barrel aged, chocolate, roasty, tasty <laughs> goodness. Mm. It's making me think of all the uh, black is beautiful stouts I've been collecting uh Nice. Uh, uh, sorry, I don't want to oh, no, no, take away know. from where you were going with the the holiday stouts. But black is beautiful. Uh, uh, what, what do I want to say? It's a, a, an initiative started by Marcus Baskerville out at Weathered Souls Brewing in San Antonio, and, and like with Crowns and Hops, just trying to bring attention to the lack of diversity in the craft beer scene, and, and uh, just bring bring more attention to that. All, all the beers, I believe, there are now over a thousand breweries worldwide brewing this beer. With a base recipe, uh, different breweries putting their own little spin on it with adjuncts and different types of beers out there. Uh, um, but all of the proceeds are to be donated to local, as chosen by each individual brewery, uh, um, 
local charities, I'm sorry, that w- would uh, help out the uh, black, indigenous, people of color community uh, in, in their respective cities. Uh, so look out for that wherever you may be and uh, taste them. There's some, some tasty treats out there. Alvarado Street made a good one we were just drinking the other night. Tastes of chocolate and marshmallow. I just got one from Cellar Maker where they use peanut butter and cacao. Cacao! Uh, cacao! <laughs> So no. get, get out there. Get, I know it's not stout weather yet, as uh, Joey was saying, but uh, looking forward to the winter and getting into some more stouts. I was never really a stout guy, so Black is Beautiful has definitely changed that for me. Awesome. Yeah, and like, there's so many good stouts, and it's – and I like I know so many people stick to one type of beer, but I, I kind of go with the seasons. I love, you know, I love IPAs when it's hot, but then recently it's been so hot I've been just wanting lights, uh, blondes, pilsners you know it just but but when it comes I, I don't know when it comes cold and you're you're you know hoodie jacket i want give me a, a nice peanut butter or coffee stout a little dessert in a glass exactly that's what it is so um and i'm glad you brought up like the the charities because one thing over the last couple of years is the community of breweries and just beer lovers um that that is around and and it's it's nationwide and even worldwide because you brought up the different breweries uh, involved in the Black is Beautiful. Uh, I'll just call it charity run or what you know what they're doing. And even last uh, a year or two ago, when Sierra Nevada was doing the resilience for the Paradise Fires, they so many breweries. I think like twelve thousand breweries around the country were brewing the resilience recipe, and Which, all know. the proceeds went to the people that lost their homes. If it was 12,000 breweries, props to them, but that means that there's 11,000 more breweries that should be jumping on this Black is Beautiful. Oh, yeah. But 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 to jump on your point, the, the craft beer community is just that. It's a community. Uh, they like to jump in together and help people out. I know uh, even earlier this summer when uh, you know COVID-19 struck us all and, and people in the service industry were taken away from work, uh, I believe it was uh, Brooklyn Brewing, uh, I could be wrong, or Bronx Brewing. I'll have to look it up. But they, <laughs> they brought the All Together Now uh, IPA out there and was another one made by hundreds, if not mm-hmm. thousands, of breweries, uh, all for a cause. So that that's definitely a good part of the craft beer scene and something that I enjoy being a part of yeah. is helping each other out and, and giving back. You know, so I, I like to give to people anyway, but if I can do it by buying a beer, I'm going to do it <laughs> twice as much. Exactly. And going back to, like, everything hit in COVID uh, – a lot of this show will will be recorded live at one of my favorite watering holes here, and it's in Rockland, California, where we do a lot of trivia. My sister, myself, again, her fiance, but it's the Craft Beer Vault, and you know, luckily in this county, we they were able to be open. And the the good thing is, you know, when everybody's like support local businesses. We were able to support local businesses, which was the Craft Beer Vault, which is a tap house. At the same time, so, you know, supporting local breweries where they sell their beers. So it's kind of like we were killing two birds with one stone and keep, keep it going down yeah. that local stream. You exactly. Know? So yeah. we will be recording from there, here and there, more here than there, but more there than here. That that's that we probably won't be back here. <laughs> that's for sure. Exactly. But um, and we're talking about the community too. We're kind of. Little side tangents, but you know that's what happens on the first episode. It'll be more structured as we go when we got actually themes and topics. But um, uh, 
it's real loosey goosey. But talk about the beer community. Another big part of the community is the the people that are. I don't know how to. I don't know what influencers or whatever, but the beer influencers on Instagram alone out is huge. Yeah. And that's how I found some of these uh, podcasts. Like I said, the, uh, what ails you and or what ails you? Sorry, I said it wrong. Uh, Bear bitch and Untapped. Well, I found it Untapped through the app. But um, what was the other one I mentioned earlier? What ails you? Sorry, guys. <laughs> what well, I think it's just, just rewind yeah. it and tell us. Yeah, exactly. Later. The yeah. one in the Buffalo, but you know, there, there's a lot of people that and this community is. Um, you know, they get together, the chug challenges, which are fun. Chug challenges for charity. You know, like I said, it's part of the community. See a um, chug, send a chug. Exactly. I've been part of one of those. So um, we'll definitely have some of these uh, beer influencers on the show. Because, like I said, it's it's just a fun community to be part of. Something, you know, we all love beer. We all love having a good time. So, um, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's about the beer. Exactly. That's why we're here, and hopefully that's why you're here, too. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like being, being that we're at, at times, you know, some episodes will be headlined by Alex talking to people in you know, breweries and brewers in Sacramento or San Francisco area. You know, I'll be talking to people in Sacramento or whatever area, yeah. wherever, wherever people want to talk to us, we're exactly. going there. We're going there. And like I said, we want to know what you guys are drinking, what some of your favorite uh, local areas from where you're at or just what you've been trying. Um, we're getting close to. One of my favorite seasons in beer, Oktoberfest season. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, this is one of those, I eat, I mean, no shame. I love Sam Adams' Oktoberfest. Yeah. Um, Sierra Nevada does a great Oktoberfest. Gordon Bursch, they close down around this area, but they do a great hey, and, Marzen you know, Oktoberfest. And, and don't let Starbucks have all the fun. We got those pumpkin beers out oh, there, no. too. <laughs> got to have your pumpkin ale. That's I know right. that was a big thing at BJ's when I was there every October or mid-September. You get the pumpkin ale out one year, even encouraged to drink it with a dollop of whipped cream <laughs> on top. Tasted just like pumpkin pie. It was great. Um, I, I know Great American Beer Fest is usually there right in the beginning of October. Yeah. Obviously, we're not all congregating for that. But I, I'd uh, tell you all to go check out their website because I know they're trying to put something together for all of us to enjoy in our local areas at home. Uh, celebrate the breweries that we go to year round and uh, hopefully, you know, get, get something back from them. Maybe they've got some special treats cooked up for us. I don't know exactly <laughs> what is planned, but I know great American beer festival has got something uh, cooking and a lot of breweries, at least just here in California are participating and I'm sure all over the country as well. Yeah. Uh, so check them out and, and maybe that's something that we'll be participating and sharing with you guys here on the podcast in the the near future yeah hopefully because like i say we're, we're going to talk about you know these any events that that are going to be in either one of our areas uh, a lot of these events will hopefully be there together uh um, you know pouring pouring one out for the beer fest this summer <laughs> all the beer fests that oh, we should have been at beer fest yeah uh, at baseball stadium Russian beer fest. river stump town uh, <laughs> festival all, all those good ones yeah and i was didn't didn't san francisco have they barely Which had I, theirs did they or no What's that, the Beer Week? Yeah. We got Beer Weekend. Beer Week okay. uh, right around the Super Bowl. First oh, that's right, because I remember seeing. I think uh, the last pictures I had with people were at San Francisco <laughs> Beer Week. Yeah, because it, it was the week. No, yeah, I remember because it was the weekend of uh, Giants Fan Fest. 
Yep. And we, uh, uh, we, we went to actually a beer. We did go to a beer fest this year. We did the pinball and pints. Oh, uh, I wanted to go to that. It was my See? second year, or our second year going to that. It is a, a beer fest that benefits the Pacific Pinball Museum. Shout out to them uh, for letting us drink beer in their museum of very old and rare pinball machines oh, once I love every year. pinball, too. Um, but but that's a, a great beer fest uh, during SF Beer Week. There's a number of beer fests during SF Beer Week, and uh, I guess mo- most of them are later in the summer, especially up here in Northern California. Uh, but that was a good one. I, I look forward to that hopefully happening in, in <laughs> February when they can once again safely open. At- yeah, because uh, I, I you know we'll, I'll, I'll briefly talk about. It, but uh, I was like I mentioned, I was in San Francisco. Because of Giants Fan Fest getting ready for the 2020 season. Hey. And so, of course, we went to uh, 21st Amendment. Uh, that's one of my favorite spots in, in the city. It's a good game. And, after and before oh, game yeah. spot. And uh, strangely, uh, they're just out of season for the uh, Hell or High Water, which is their watermelon. The season doesn't quite. It's a summer beer. So yeah. It's not quite there in February. It, it wasn't there. It so, should have been there by April. But they had some great. And I think their themed for uh, SF Beer Week was uh, sci-fi. They did. Yeah. So they had some great sci-fi themed. Uh, they actually, we went, I had a coffee IPA there, I think, that they did along with Pete's Coffee. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, there was a, it was like a watermelon cucumber IPA that was a collaboration with, I want to say, Almanac, but I'm not positive. I'll have to go back through my untapped and check that one out. <laughs> Uh, but it was tasty, very tasty as well. Awesome can art. Of course. Yeah, I, I was going trying to squeeze back to my uh, what I had there, but it's too long. But, yeah, that was the last real beer fest we were allowed to go to. But, yeah, we're, we'll we'll be recording, obviously, from many festivals, uh, you know, beer fest, food fest, concerts. You know, like I said, uh, and maybe we'll events. even get a digital digital beer fest in here. Exactly. I know Stone's got one coming up. They they ship you the beer, and then you go online, and they tell you about the beers, and maybe even have some musical performances and tell dirty jokes. I don't know what what we do at a digital <laughs> beer fest, but I'm all here for it. And shout out to Stone. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a big tiki guy, so they had a great tiki pack uh, earlier this summer. That Scorpion Bowl. I yeah, that was good. Then they one. had a. The, the funny because they had a random like uh, Mexican lager, little cerveza, <laughs> mixed in there, but it was really good, and it was, it was a great pack. Um, shout out to uh, I think his, uh, the artist; he's a tiki artist, a Biff Art. Um, like I said, I follow a lot of. We got to talk to Shag see if we can get him to do some can art somewhere. Oh my gosh, yeah. I can't. Yeah. Oh, so this was a week after the Super Bowl, but Twenty uh, First Amendment because we're both, you know. We're both Giants fans here. We're both Niner fans. That's right. Five-game winning streak. Exactly. <laughs> For the Giants. six now, right? Five? That's five. Oh, just, cool. Just after their five-game <laughs> losing streak. But 20- don't, don't add us. We know they're not going anywhere this year, but we won tonight, so give us that. <laughs> uh, 21st Amendment, when we went for Beer Week, was still having their Kittle craze, if you're a fan of uh, George Kittle, who just nice. signed a major contract, so I had to get that on principle because, uh, yeah. Uh, Fireside Chat was one of theirs. Is a winter ale uh, still in a? Uh, that's in cans. So that's yeah. a good one. So then, oh, later that night we went to Alca, uh, 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 an Italian restaurant close to the wharf. So we, it was a San Francisco Brewing Company uh, Alcatraz Amber. I really liked that. That was pretty good. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. But we got a lot of goals for the show. We're going to do a lot of stuff. Uh, 
you know, we're 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 two big goof goofballs, so you know, expect some goofiness. There will be and goofiness, <laughs> uh, with or without the beer. Yeah, there there will be there definitely will be beer. I don't there think there will the, be goofiness. Yeah. So uh, real quick before I guess before we go, um, since you guys are out here in my area, um, we mentioned Moxa uh, Brewing Company. Uh, what did you guys think of it? Right. I enjoyed Moxa. I, I, that was my first time there. Uh, the the staff was awesome. They were uh, really cool. As I said, I got to sample some of their uh, secret, secret member stuff. Uh, I love the slush. I, I, it's something, I guess, going through online. I had kind of noticed was a, a trend happening in the south and back east, as I guess comes with hot weather. Uh, I'm, I, I wasn't really sure how it was done or whatever. I actually had my first beer slush over at Cellar Maker earlier in the week when we were picking up the Black is Beautiful there, it was a uh, apricot watermelon pineapple frosé. All, all that all, but it, it tasted very good. Um, I could have drank 10 of those <laughs> Moxa Mule slushes. Um, and I'm, I'm looking forward to try this uh, Sticky Sips. Yeah, it was great. It was great on tap for sure. So you guys got, yeah, they got a can of that. And I think it was a can release. Sticky or, Sips, yeah. Yeah, it was one of their releases today, so you guys came on a good weekend. So, uh, but yes, we'll definitely be going back to Moxa. Sweet, and like I said, there's plenty of breweries up here that we will try. I know we were going to try Hillebrand, which is a farm up here that is great. I'm looking forward to going to Oak but Park. Oak Park, Oak is Park, fun. Uh, yes, good brewery. I believe they have a full bar as well. Yeah, that's always good. That's always good. Um, you know, we're, we're we're big fans, both of us, of New Glory and. I love. I've only been to Urban. I've had Urban Roots a bunch at at the Craft Beer Vault. We'll go there, take you there one of these days too. Oh yeah, I'll be back. But but Urban Roots is delicious. We've been to King Kong up yes. here. You yes, know, that that King place Kong. is real good. So of course New Glory and have you been to Tower? I don't. I don't think I've been to Tower yet. Okay, Tower's pretty good. We'll, we'll take you. So I'm yeah, glad you have I'm family up here. I'm always open for it. I think <laughs> you know. I mentioned Nashville. I know that's. Something from one of Joey's other podcasts. They're talking about a a, a con, a, a Comic Con convention, sort of a toy con. Yeah, toys. It's going to be going on out there in, in uh, April. Uh, but I had previously been to Nashville, and I think you know, for me, it's not just here, but anywhere I go, I think craft beer has kind of opened up uh, a new excitement to travel. Yeah, exactly. Uh, um, so you know, I, I look forward, especially if anybody happens to be out there listening from other places. Tell us what you're drinking. Tell us what's great. Give us a recommendation because, you know, when we can travel and go and do all these great things, that's going to be the first thing we're looking for wherever we go. Exactly. Uh, and, and, of course, you know, we might have to have a beer mailbox somewhere <laughs> set up at some point, you know. <laughs> we'll definitely set that up. You send me yours, I'll send you mine. <laughs> a little beer trade. That, that's a thing. I've seen that on Instagram. And I've done that a few uh, time or two, so that was, that was really cool. Um, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I love to uh, try whatever's local. Uh, wherever I visit, so that that's a definite miss. But um, yeah, definitely interact with us here on uh, Instagram. And right now, it's definitely going to be on Instagram. I'm sure we might throw it on Twitter or Facebook. But we love the interaction. Uh, me and Alex are both really easy to talk to, guys. So, um, and Alex is a lot better on Instagram stories than I am. So he'll, <laughs> I'm sure. He'll be posting some great. I'm great on great the stories. Videos. Horrible on <laughs> what do you call it? The wall or the timeline? I don't no, even know. The regular post or what, what an Instagram post is technically <laughs> termed as. But I know my last one was a few years ago. So for y'all, I'll get better at that. Uh, it, I, I, I I look at uh, a lot of the 
the beer influencers we talk about. And I'm going to definitely step my, uh, as I call it, Beerstagram game up. That's my untapped page is where I put all my pictures nowadays. Sweet. And is it cool that you can actually tag Insta- or you can throw uh, untapped stories straight to Instagram now on in Insta stories and add music and then let you know, you know, exactly what you you're can't drinking add and- music. Oh, I forgot they keep switching. They will everything. not let you add music Dang. if you are sharing a photo from an outside app. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Yeah. Some, I'll save the photo from uh, <laughs> Untapped and then re-put it in Screenshot Instagram it. <laughs> just so I can throw some music on there for y'all so you know what I'm <laughs> listening to while I'm sipping. Sweet. So, um, well, first of all, you know, thank you guys for listening to our first episode. Like I said, this Israel kind of loosey-goosey. We're hanging out after a night of drinking and uh, having a good time, so... Uh, once again, uh, Alex, where can people find you on the socials? Um, definitely untapped. That's uh, the underscore big underscore smooth on untapped. And on Instagram, that is the big smooth. No underscores, but with an extra O. That's three O's, big smooth. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh. And if you guys want to follow me, you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and Untapped and all of that is at J Pity two three. That's J P I T T two three. And once again, thank you guys for P I T T Y. Oh, did I see? I can't even spell my own name. Thank you. Uh, that is J P I T T Y two three. And apologies to J Pit twenty three. Exactly. There. So uh, I blame the beer, and th- there'll be a lot of beer blaming on this we should, podcast. We should definitely do a before and after <laughs> podcast too. You know? Exactly. But, uh, you know, thank you guys for listening to this first show. Feel, please interact with us. Uh, we love it. And like I said, uh, one of the big things I think we'll throw on every episode is what you're drinking. So let us know uh, what you're drinking. I don't know. I got to say it like that for some reason. It's kind of weird. But what you drinking? What you drinking? So, um, yeah. And, you know, we, right now we, we have, this will either be a biweekly podcast or a monthly podcast. We'll figure it out. Things are kind of slow right now. So. Maybe it might be a monthly podcast at right now. We'll see, but we will be uh, definitely a lot uh, alive and going on uh, the socials, so you can totally enter. Enter. We're we're here. Interact. We're drinking beer. You know, that's a great. So, that'll be a great shirt. So so co- yeah, that that will be a great shirt. Definitely. Well, neat. and before we go, Alex, I'm glad uh, we're doing this together. You know, we've been friends for a couple of years, and you know, a lot of it has been. You know, of course, of our our fandom for Disney and Star Wars, hey. and and of course the Giants, but then to find a good beer buddy is is kind of rare. So I'm I'm glad to do this ride with you. So I can't wait. Cheers. And you, Eddie, too. Cheers. So, <laughs> she she put our hands up in the air like woo woo. Yes. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> Cheers to beers and many years. Yes. So we will see you guys next month. And uh, all right, until next time. Slancha. Cicerone. <laughs> <laughs>